The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. As promised, we are returning to our more traditional topics, not only because censorship is becoming pervasive and we want to remain under the radar, but because more and more information is coming out, even from the U.S. government, about our own military's interaction with unknown aerial vehicles. What surprises me the most is people are becoming desensitized about many important topics. In the middle of this so-called pandemic, several reports came out and even mainstream media covered it. This was more than a slow-drip disclosure. The result? Most people did not react the way most of us thought they would. And this is why we're bringing tonight's special guest on to discuss the most recent events in exopolitics, what lies ahead, and what would governments say if asked how they would handle an extraterrestrial encounter? You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy, MMS, CBD pure hemp oil, Divinia water, pure organic sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Today's special guest is Dr. Michael Sala, an internationally recognized scholar in international politics, conflict resolution, and U.S. foreign policy, who has a Ph.D. in government from the University of Queensland, Australia. During his academic career, he was an author and editor of four books focusing on international politics. Dr. Sala is a pioneer in the development of exopolitics, the study of the main actors, institutions, and political processes associated with extraterrestrial life. He is the founder of the Exopolitics Institute and the Exopolitics Journal. He is also the author of many books, and his website is exopolitics.org. After four years, I'd like to welcome Dr. Michael Sala. Hello, Michael, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? Aloha, Mel. Very happy to be back here on Veritas. I'm very happy to have you back, too. And, Michael, we haven't discussed this topic for a while, but many things are happening, especially during, I call it the pandemic. But a lot of information is coming out. Even the mainstream media is covering it more seriously than before. I want to get your reaction to that before we continue. Well, yes, there's definitely been an uptick in uh, public interest and especially major media coverage of the UFO phenomenon because of those uh, Navy pilot reports that have been covered extensively by major media such as the New York Times, Politico, and that seems to be the way in which uh, the deep state operates. When when they want to shift debate or when they want to make something uh, permissible to be debated by mainstream organizations, they have the New York Times or the Washington Post run a major story. And that's what we've seen 
um, in, in 2017, the New York Times ran a story about these um, Navy pilot sightings of, of UFOs, and that made that story really hot. And, and, and that has continued to be something that uh, the other major media have covered. And more recently, we've had uh, people now coming forward talking about briefings in a Congress uh, where congressmen have been briefed about uh, these uh, sightings back in 2004. And again, the New York Times ran another story. And, and again, that was all picked up by other major media. Do you think the deep state, which obviously controls the media, allowed the, can we call it disclosure of this information because they knew people will be distracted with COVID? Or are they preparing to release what Dr. Carol Rosen calls the last card? Yeah, well, that's also something worth considering here, that nothing that the deep state does is done without a hidden agenda. And when we go back to the initial reports uh, back in 2017, where the New York Times discussed these UFO sightings off the coast of San Diego and off the, uh, in somewhere um, in the Atlantic, uh, the circumstances were such that it was deemed to be a national security threat. And that was the, that was the way they pitched the story, that this was a national security threat, that these were unknowns, that The, the best Navy uh, intercept aircraft and the radar monitoring devices just weren't up to matching these these uh, technologies. And it was made out that these were technologies that were a threat. And and you have the, the whole advanced aerial threat identification program uh, being uh, released or that information about it was was released and so all of a sudden you know people in the mainstream are, are being told that yes these navy pilots are seeing things that that can't be identified uh, they form a national security threat and that the pentagon back in uh, 2007 formed this uh, investigative unit to to study the threat posed by these things so that they were definitely pitching this whole ufo phenomenon in terms of a threat And that does take us back to what Carol Rosen had to say, that uh, that at the end of a whole series of false flag events would be the alien invasion card. And and I think that's that's really how how that's why I think what the deep state has has developed, that they have created a scenario where they can play that alien invasion card or something very similar. And I've always said that if they were to disclose something, they would start small. They would start saying, oh, we found a microorganism in, you know, on Mars. Or now, recently, NASA, I believe it was Monday, we found water on the moon, which is, a, you know, a life-creating uh, uh, material. So do you think they're starting slowly and they're going to start revamping this? And for example, this last weekend in Hawaii, by your neck of the woods, you probably have seen uh, the news about the the strange slice that appeared that some say it was a spent rocket, nothing more than that. Your reaction to that piece of news? Yes, yes, I did see that um, footage of that UFO off Maui, and I it didn't look to me like it was um, anything more than what the mainstream 
were, were saying that. I think one of the astronomers at, at Keck said it was just a disintegrating rocket stage. And, you know, the way it moved, it, it appeared to me to be consistent with that explanation. You know, there, there wasn't any kind of right angle move or, or, or it's stopping or anything. It just seemed to be moving into the trajectory of, of an object or a disintegrating object that, that very high atmosphere, we're talking, you know, whatever, several hundred um, miles in the atmosphere. So, yeah, that's that's how that struck me. Um, but but I know that, you know, when it comes to what the deep state is doing when it comes to UFOs, I think it's kind of, in a way, it's not correct to describe it as disclosure because disclosure is something that you do to kind of inform people. But I don't think what the deep state is doing is to inform people. It's it's more like a magician's trick. It's more like look over here, you know, look over here. There are these UFOs um, that we can't explain that are buzzing around uh, navy ships, and they are a threat, and the pilots uh, don't know what they are, and and it's it's like they're not really trying to inform because you know they they release a video clip which is like I think ten seconds. And they don't really give you the analysis. They don't release the, the high-resolution footage. Uh, they're not giving us the, the information we would need to, to really inform us, which I think would be part of a genuine disclosure. They're just putting out enough to get our attention. So it's more like a magician's trick, uh, you know, to kind of get us to look over here because, you know, they, they are, you know, they're putting on a show. And I think, the deep state is putting on a show here, and yeah, the, the final trick may be this alien invasion card. That's a great point, Michael, because as you know, the magician always he points at one place where he wants the or she, the audience to look at while he's distracting you while he's doing something else to hide the real news. In this case, they're releasing, or whoever's, whomever's releasing this information, they're not taking any questions. Because you and I and the media would be asking questions if they actually release this and they're admitting that this is not ours. The plethora of questions would be falling, you know, day and night. The first question I would ask would be, if you don't know who they are, are we prepared to defend ourselves? Because obviously, if you are in the military, you always have a defensive posture. You can't be saying, oh, come, let's just have some coffee. So if you have a defensive posture, what kind of technology they might have that we might be able to succumb to. Right, yes, the, the military is always going to take that kind of national security approach of like, well, does this constitute a threat? And, you know, they, they, they're going to be very interested in this whole idea of UFOs being a, a, a potential threat. But for those that have done any kind of due diligence on the UFO phenomenon, they know that this has a, a long, long history and that there are units or committees or groups within the military, within the national security complex that does know what these things are and that uh, they aren't as frightened of them as you, you might think just from a purely um, military perspective when this information is presented, you know, like kind of like um, – for the first time, uh, where you might realize that this, that these UFOs are kind of like buzzing your ship or buzzing. If you haven't been briefed and you're a pilot or you're a, a ship captain, you know, it might 
to, to you appear to be a real threat, but for the people who have been briefed, they know, oh, well, you know, this is just one of ours. This is, or they might know, oh, this is one of the friendly extraterrestrial groups that we've made agreements with, that, you know, nothing to worry about, really. But from a limited perspective, uh, for those that aren't briefed, yeah, you know, you can understand why they would consider it a threat and why you need to set up a top secret Pentagon study group called the Advanced Threat Identification Program that, yeah, from a limited uh, briefing perspective, yeah, that's exactly how they would behave. Just a quick story. Almost 10 years ago, there was a couple here in Tucson that apparently was a, an avid collector. Uh, they were an avid collector of uh, UFO books and newspaper releases and you name it. And they called me. They said, hey, would you like to go to the estate sale and buy it? Because they're ready to pass away. And they said, we want him. We want him. They have they were listeners of our program. And they said, yep, let's have them buy it. So I bought the whole collection. And I've had it in my studio for over 10 years. It is so big that I haven't been able to just curate, if you want to use that term. And I'm moving the studio now. And I started putting things in many, many boxes. And I was just browsing through all the stuff. Books from the 1950s all the way to the 80s. It's incredible how much information is out there from before. And they even talk about, you know, pre-biblical times, uh, pre-Christian. You know, the proof is out there in so many documents. What's your take on the fact that it's 2020 and we still don't know as much as the, let's say, the native tribes around the world, they feel like, you know, we just have no idea why you're so interested. This has been with us for thousands of years. Well, yes, it is a really very sad and, and, and criminal, really, that these advanced technologies have been kept from us for so long, that the truth behind the UFO phenomenon has been kept. And I think there's multiple reasons for, for doing that. Uh, but clearly, it means that... Uh, our economy has not been allowed to go beyond fossil fuels. Uh, our energy dependence is is based on this kind of finite resource that is only found um, underground in certain locations of the planet, and that and that kind of creates this whole dynamic where there are conflicts and wars and you know great profits that are made, and and yet the technologies. Uh, that are used in these uh, UFOs, in these craft belonging to the to the visitors. I mean, they use uh, free energy principles that would, of course, revolutionise the transportation industry overnight, and would would change our planet. Um, you know, because if you change the technology, then you change consciousness, and I think that's one of the big reasons why they don't release these advanced energy technologies, uh, these uh, advanced healing technologies, because uh, the deep state knows that if, you know, it's not just a question of losing the kind of financial benefits uh, that accrue from controlling the fossil fuel industry that can, that come from controlling the pharmaceutical industry, it would also be because uh, you're allowing the consciousness to shift because people are now moving into free energy and they become energy uh uh, independent or their, their health, uh, they're cured of serious illnesses. So they're now free of the, of the health industry. And so the deep state doesn't want that. 
And I believe also, and I hate to say this because he might offend some of my fellow Catholics, but this Pope, this Pope is making some pronunciations that some people wonder. And I remember years ago watching the TV series V, the, the revamping, not the 80s one. You probably watched that too, where the Catholic Church had one concern. They said, if these aliens are here, we're concerned that the population will offer devotion to them instead of us. Is that another threat to the establishment? Definitely. I think that's that's one of the, the, the big threats that the establishment has, is that if the aliens, if the extraterrestrials reveal themselves, that there could be this uh, catastrophic collapse in confidence in public authorities, you know, whether we're talking the military, the the, the government, or we're talking about social institutions, the, the religious uh, community, there'd be this, uh, there'd be this collapse. And I, and I think this is why uh, we, we need to look at the possibility that, you know, when disclosure happens, it, it may not be the way we thought. Uh, I know with Carol Rosen and the whole alien invasion card, uh, I think that's something that has been planned, but I think there, there's a twist here, which is the alien salvation card, that it, it might not be using Project Bluebeam to show these uh, extraterrestrial motherships uh, kind of like flying over cities and attacking us. It might be uh, these aliens that arrive to, to save us from something horrible, whether it's a, a pandemic or whether it's war or whatever whatever is contrived, and that major globalist institutions, and I would include the Vatican, along with the United Nations, along with the World World Health Organization, and of course uh, the deep state and institutions or countries that support the globalist agenda, such as China, that they, they could get behind a contrived alien salvation event. Where the aliens show up and say, "Hey, we're here. You've got enormous problems, uh, but we're going to help you solve them. Uh, here's some. Here's the cure for COVID, uh, and here's um, some truth about uh, the, the the galaxy and and religion and your creation, and we can help you get closer to God and so forth. And 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 like in the movie or in the series V, where at the end uh, you actually have the Catholic Church aligning with. Uh, the visitors, I, I think that's probably what we would have. In, in fact, I think that the, the Catholic Church is very much a part of this deep state agenda and that whatever it is that they're planning to roll out in terms of the truth concerning extraterrestrial life, I think it might be a deception like this alien salvation uh, scenario where the aliens that are presented to us are presented as friendly, good aliens, but, but in fact, they're the ones that made agreements with the secret government decades ago, and they're part of the problem. That's exactly right. And, you know, in our field, there are people, some people who say all aliens are benevolent. Some say that all aliens are malevolent. We don't have 100% proof. I'm in the middle. Just like on planet Earth, I'd think that if this universe is as vast as we think it might be, then we have both. I mean, if you and I were in control here and we had a resource that was lacking in order for the human race to survive and we had the ability to go to another planet to get it, we would for our survival. But for the inhabitants of that planet, 
we would be the invaders. So what tells us that there are, you know, races out there coming here in search for something, whether it's... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.